You are listening to It's Midnight Somewhere with DJs Mistress McCutcheon and The Wasteland. It's midnight somewhere. It's midnight. Hi, this is Mistress McCutcheon coming to you from downtown Toronto. And of course, I'm accompanied by my partner in crime, The Wasteland. Who is still the worst goth because on World Goth Day, I went to see a metal band. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great show, though. Who'd you go see? The Deftones. All right. With Gojira. All right. at, at, At my least favorite venue on the planet, the Budweiser stage in Toronto, where the sound always sounds like mud, but the lights look cool. Uh... It was a little chilly of a night, too, for an outdoor show, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I also, let's put it this way. The, these tickets were bought so long ago, I think I was married, and I went last night with my ex-wife because now we're friends. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. It's been a few years. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> but this is a great segue to get into today's topic because, of course, we want to talk about live music, and we want to talk about shows and the return of shows with things happening and and kind of adjusting to this 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 post I can't say post pandemic no 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 cuz it's not over but at the same time things are coming back the world is healing and it is really exciting to go back out and experience live music we could say post pandemic mentality because it's not over but many many people are treating it like it is yeah and, and that is the i think the caution point to stress for people who have not made it back out yet Yeah. And I think it's just a matter of this. It's a matter of thinking, hey, this isn't over, but we still need to proceed with caution. And I think we just need to really play it smart Uh, because Mm -hmm. what's challenging about going out these days is that I've been kind of spreading out my time. Uh, I just got back from a trip to New York. I spun at Summon, which is a lovely party. And then the next night was Red Party. And as much as I would have loved to have just gone party hopping all weekend, which is very easy to do in New York, I just didn't have the energy to do it. I'm out of practice. I was so tired. And <laughs> I just, I, I kind of want to space things out so that I can keep track of, okay, where am I? Who am I seeing? Because the, the sheer volume of people, like I want to be very careful about, you know, where where things are happening with COVID and where they're not, because apparently after I left New York, the alert level for COVID in, in New York City went to orange. Oh, wow. So they're spiking right now. And it makes me yeah. just happy to be safe back at home. And while right after you got back, um, for those not aware, I, I came down with COVID. Uh, one of the most mild cases ever. Um, but like, you know, I had to put a post up and like, okay, who did I see this past in the past, like four or five days? And I ended up having to tag like 30 people. Now, most of them were at one event, but like the people who weren't at that event were people I just happened to cross paths with in the like next day or two. Yeah. So, so yeah, you got to be mindful of those things because you don't want somebody to not be told that they might've been exposed. Right. And then be that kind of irresponsible. Well, that and I know a couple of people who are attending to their elderly parents 
And if they're out and about doing things and then they're about to go and visit their mother or their, you know, or their father, whoever they're taking care of, they have to be careful because, yeah, while it's a mild case, this could be deadly to somebody older or somebody who has uh, immunity issues. So it's still something to be very careful of. All right. So shows. Shows. Let's back up. So back up. As far as memorable shows, I know what's in my top three. I think I've talked about them on past podcasts about what my top three are. But I think probably. Let me. But let me. uh, Let me ask you this question. So, what makes the show memorable for you? Sometimes it's who I've gone with. Sometimes it's who I've met. Sometimes it's the performance itself, and then sometimes it's all of the above. And that's kind of where my memorable show comes in. Like, if I got to pick the number one memorable show for me, it would be when I saw Ministry on the Filth Pig Tour. Okay. Because I met cool people that would later become friends. Uh, The band was great still then. You know, uh, it was at Roseland, which was a fantastic venue. And when they bulldozed it, I was very sad. Yeah. And the the two things I remember it is that most was I was I was uh what, 18, 19 and I'm in the pit because uh I was a metal kid and it's Roseland, so it's kind of rough and there's this big dude in the pit. Now I'm not a small dude, but at 18, 19 I was probably only about 185, 190 pounds, which I say that because I'm bigger than that now by by a magnitude. <laughs> Mostly muscle. But uh this dude, the the great majestic sweater back that he was with his overalls on and one side unbuttoned so you could see the hair on his back and chest that just covered him like 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 a gorilla. Uh, oh, dear ran Lord. Over to me, ran over to me during stigmata, put his hands on my shoulders, yelled stigmata, and picked me up at 180 pounds and threw me onto the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I was shot put to crowd surfing, which I was kind of fine with because this would probably be one of the last times I was small enough to do so. Um, But I got shot put onto the crowd. And then after I went over security, I went to the back for water. And this leads into the other memory. And if I'm going to throw music from this show in here, it was uh, everything went quiet for a moment. And then um, they started playing The Fall off of Filth Pig which comes in with the piano. Just the piano was playing by itself at first, and it got quiet. And then when the guitars hit, like they just bathed all of Roseland in this royal purple light. And it was just... And everybody, for the moment, stopped everything and just kind of stood and took it in. And that is... The combination of those two events make the memory.
Yeah, for me, the the impact that the show will have on me, uh, because there's a lot of acts that you could go see where it's a dude and a computer and it's not it's not really entertaining. You're you're there because you love the songs and you want to hear it live and you want to dance to it, fine, whatever. But there's something really special about seeing like a five piece band, seeing a show happening where it's not just this is a band playing the music, but here's here's a something very theatrical. Here is something that's a feast for the eyes as well as your ears, uh, because I know the impact that some of the shows that I've seen have had on me, like my top three shows are in no particular order, Skinny Puppy on the Too Dark Park Tour. I was so young, and I can't believe I was that young going into the Ritz, but boy, that show was everything. Seeing Dead Can Dance at Town Hall in 1993, and then uh, the Chameleons at Southpaw in Brooklyn, which was a tiny venue in, in Park Slope or South Park Slope. And that show was just really magic. The crowd, the energy was really, really perfect. But then there's other shows like seeing The Cure on the prayer tour with Love and Rockets, The Pixies, and Shelly and Orphan. That was my first concert. And it was so brilliant. So fucking brilliant. And then as far as other shows where you see a show and you're like, yeah, that's a fucking show. Now, I'm I'm not really a fan of the music, but... I've seen Rammstein twice. I've seen them (laughs) once in New York at the Roxy, and I've seen them once in Berlin. And they put on a fucking show. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I've seen them twice as well. It's worth just going to see it because it's a fucking show. You are going to be entertained. You're going to have fun. And it's all around like it's it's a good evening to go out. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, I saw them. I think the first time they came to the U.S. on the Family Values tour. Okay. If you remember that festival madness, that was like Corn and Limp Bizkit and Rammstein and Incubus and every '90s new metal band in that first wave. Okay, because I just remember <laughs> hearing about. I remember hearing about Rammstein when I was in Germany for the first time because I freshly graduated from school, from Parsons, and my first job was for this company in Germany, this design firm. They wanted to be Mm -hmm. a startup in New York. They wanted to have a startup branch in New York, and I started working for them, and then I was over in Frankfurt. And while I was in Frankfurt, I was like, I'm in Germany. I should take advantage of being here. So I found <laughs> out that Neubauten was playing at a festival, at the Zillow Festival, which is now Mira Luna. Uh, but yeah. back then, I mean, this, and we're talking about the late 90s, this, uh, this magazine Zillow had this amazing festival. And mm-hmm. again, the lineup was just stupid. It was so just like Front 242, How Job. Silky Bischoff, uh, Gottes Erben, Anne Clark, Neubauten, um, just like they're just looking at the lineup going, holy shit, Project Pitchfork. This is all the bands that are wow. playing. Yeah, it was outrageously good. And I was super psyched to go see Neubauten. And I was explaining this to my German colleagues and they were kind of like, yeah, oh yeah, Neubauten. They weren't that excited about Neubauten, but they had Rammstein's shirts on. So everybody was already into Rammstein at that point. And I was like, okay. So, yeah. but holy shit, what a show. That sounds like a fucking show. 
Jesus Christ. Well, seeing them, uh, yeah, the Zillow Festival was like my introduction to European festivals. Uh, because again, I thought I was all hot shit because I had my like vinyl pants on and my little um, Morbid Outlook t-shirt and I had my hair all spiky and stuff. And I got on the high speed train to get my way to uh, Hanover from Frankfurt mm -hmm. and people are fucking decked out to the nines. And I was like, okay, you win. Like I, <laughs> I just look like a schlub here because holy shit, like people were just amazing looking and gorgeous and they were camping they, they come, came out of these tents and these fucking outfits, and I'm just like, I was blown away at the, the dedication wow. to making a fashion. Making a fashion. So what I just heard is, I shouldn't go to European festivals. <laughs> no. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I mean, you see pictures every year from like, well, except for the couple of years now that we haven't had it but you see pictures yeah. from the treffin or from whitby gothic and yeah there are people who are just done up yeah no i've seen i've seen the photos it's kind of made me always want to go and i'm very jealous that you're getting to go but i'm also very happy for you thank you <laughs> so we've talked about our past let's talk about present now that shows are coming back the shows that are coming locally, because I feel very lucky that we have gone to see She Passed Away, that She Passed yep. Away finally made it to Toronto. And that was before Omicron hit, where things opened up again. For like a week. Yeah, they opened <laughs> up again. They were, they were still checking vaccine passports. People had to be masked. And I mean... It was weird, but it was it was really good to get out. Yes, yes. It was February in Toronto, and if if it just, just if you're not from Canada, just just it's February in Canada. It doesn't matter if you're in Toronto. February in Canada sucks pretty much wherever you're at. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. And the thing is, it's that been cold for weeks. You've been locked in your house under a blanket unless you've had to go out for, to forage for supplies and food and <laughs> yeah i mean winter is really tough in canada like you get the sads hardcore and it's gray for months so by the time february comes around you're ready to slit your wrist just to have a sense of color in all the gray because it's just brutally hard and it's cold and nobody wants to fuck all and of course you know we've been locked down for about ten thousand years so all of us are climbing the walls but she and then she passed away showed up yes she passed away was <laughs> it was fantastic to see that show and have that be that first show we also recently went to see actors over at the horseshoe when they came around which was also fantastic. Yes. Uh, I was so happy. I mean, we knew they were coming back. They're, they're a lot more local than she passed away. But still, the fact that that show had been postponed and postponed and postponed and postponed. You know, it, it, oh, it was so good to see them again. They always put on a fantastic show. I mean, they're a they lovely group of people and they play great music and it's a fun time to go see actors. Yeah. And overall, I have to say that was a sold out show. Yeah. And yet I felt OK. Yeah, they didn't oversell it. Sometimes you hear sold out and it's oversold and everybody's jammed in there. Yeah, nobody this wasn't oversold. I think they sold, sold it out and kept their capacity like manageable. Yeah, nobody wants I to be. I did not feel crowded and we were not in the back. We were right in the middle. We were in the middle. We did. We weren't packed in elbow to asshole. And I felt like I had a, a 
perimeter of space around me. And I was like, I had my N95 on and another like cover over it. And I felt okay about that. And that show was like an hour. And I was like, okay, yeah. we're fine. This is fine. And now I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Now, upcoming uh, yeah. locally, who else is on oh. your plate to go see? Well, we've got tickets, of course, to Traders and, and Wingtips. And I swear to God, last night, I swear to God, I'm not 100% sure because I've only seen them like twice in videos and once in person. But I think the Traders keyboard player was at the Deftone show when I was walking out. I was just like... That guy looks very familiar. (laughs) And why not? You never know. You never know if that, if, if, I mean, I think Sean had come out to uh, when Foreign Resort played at Cherry Cola like a while Uh, back. Oh, wow. Okay. Because that's actually exciting. Foreign Resort and Haypax are coming to Toronto this fall. Yep. I am very much looking forward to seeing Traders and Wingtips. And that's at the end of June. Okay. And then uh, I'm also thinking on getting tickets for the Psychedelic Furs are coming. Mm. And what's also interesting, because I've never seen Psychedelic Furs. Yeah. They're playing with X. Really? Yes. They're playing with X, which I'm like, that's fascinating. That is, that's, that's confusing. No, I'm for it. I'm I'm for it. I'm I'm all for it. I I, I don't understand. What? I'm speechless. That's fine. I'm there's, so surprised. There's 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 no rules anymore because you know this is this is a People fucked just, up world. I'm here to see the bands. That's it. I'm here for the shenanigans. It sounds fine to me. There doesn't have to be any rules about that. Oof, that's that's gonna be a show. Yeah, that's gonna be a show. Yeah, I think I might have to get tickets for it. Uh, I I gotta pace myself though because I'm like, okay, I'm not trying well, to do everything because I need to build up my stamina just to stand around and see bands again. Money's got the medicine. What I never had, you get it, then it's gone again You wonder where the weather went, you're sucking on a cigarette And hell, it comes the rain again, and heaven isn't heaven sent
Also gotta get our tickets for Carpenter Brute with Olver and Sierra. Oh, that's right. And then there's Health with Perturbator and Street Sex. Oh, <laughs> for the folks who can't see, I am making a face right now of like whatever that yeah. sounds like. Like that looks, it, that sound looks like. That's the face I'm making. Just. There are some really great acts coming around and some things to see, which. I'm excited. I'm here for it. I'm hoping some of the bands that hit Terminus hit more cities in, in Canada. Because if they can. Yeah. Fucking IMX is headlining that. Which I'm okay with. IMX, eh, alright, whatever. But Randolph and Mortimer is playing. And if anybody's listened to any of my DJ sets, you, you kind of probably picked up that I love Randolph and Mortimer. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I have to say, I've seen IMX twice. Oh, I have not. And... He puts on a great show. No, there you go. That's, so that's what you want. I, if you haven't seen IMX, I would recommend it because, again, that's going to be a good show to see. Although, to go back to your point about sometimes it's just a guy with a computer, I saw one, one artist ever that was a guy with a computer, and I was just blown away, and that was uh, Soman. Okay. Because that dude, he had his computer in front of him with a mixing board and was Bouncing up and down like he was on a pogo stick and live mixing on the fly. Oh, shit. His loops. Yeah. Like he had one hand on the keyboard the whole time, was bouncing up and down, the other hand pumping in the air, and then all of a sudden he'd like reach down, bend over, and like everything would change. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was like, wow, this is this is like watching a chihuahua live mix electronic music. Wild. <laughs> it was It was crazy. Um, and I saw that it was opening for V&V Nation, which is, again, they, they pick odd openers. <laughs> well, again, Traders is opening for V&V Nation at some point, which I was and, like, that's yeah. not something I would put together, but good for them because I think more people need to know about Traders. I'm Absolutely. totally biased. So <laughs> so now, now looking backwards again, there were a lot of shows that were going to come through for the pandemic. Do you know any that haven't been rescheduled yet? Like, who did you miss? And because wishlisted, let's let's hope they come back. Well, one of the biggest uh, things that was disappointing was Einstein Neue Bauten was scheduled. Yep. Not yep. only were they scheduled in 2020, and I had tickets for it, but they were scheduled in 2010. And there were two evenings 
of Neubauten. One of them was going to be a Neubauten concert, and the other was sort of like an evening with Einsterzende Neubauten, and it was going to be more of their like side projects and 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 more of the artsy stuff. And I I don't know if they're ever going to come back to North America. Because, yeah. again, money-wise, is it worth it to them? It becomes really complicated with visas and stuff like that. But there is a happy ending to this story. Because on June 1st, they're playing in Berlin. And guess who has tickets to that show? Yes, you can flip me the bird. That's fine. And that's perfectly appropriate. <laughs> so, and it's it's going to be my third or fourth time seeing Neu... No, it's my third. It'll be my third time seeing Neubauten. It'll be the second time I've seen them in Germany. Germany. And I am over the moon about it. So that, I'm excited. And even Justin is like, okay, seeing Neubauten is going to be really, really cool. The other really big disappointment was that Deck and Dance has not rescheduled. They postponed, they postponed, then they flat out canceled. They've done a bunch of European dates. I don't know when they're coming back to North America, though. And Deck yeah. and Dance is a is an act that you should see live every chance you can because it's just going to be it's gorgeous. Like the first few notes start playing and you just want to cry because it's so beautiful. Craftwork did that get rescheduled? No, I haven't no. seen anything about that. And yeah. then same thing with Front Two Four Two. That got rescheduled. Oh, it did. Yeah, I got to get tickets for that one too. Oh shit, that got rescheduled because um because uh he got what's his name got sick. Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc Meyer. Yeah. Jean-Luc de Meyer got sick, uh, but they rescheduled it. It's going to be, I think, October. And now it's at the Opera House as opposed to the Phoenix. No, the Danforth, which is so much better because, okay, the Danforth, it's it's a good venue in size, but it's a former theater for the people who haven't built there, been there. So the whole floor is on a slope. And uh, by the end of the show, my, my, my calves hurt from like just trying to stand upright. With my feet tipped forward on the ground. <laughs> well, it'll be the same. Opera House, you're standing on concrete, and it's uh, it's not always the easiest if you're standing for long, long periods of time. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it's it's flat. <laughs> okay. You take that. Okay. Like somebody was trying to explain to me why the Danforth is kind of bad for that. And then I was like, it doesn't sound too bad. And then I stood on the Danforth for uh, Trent Moeller a couple of years ago. Ooh. Right. And, 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 uh, ow. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. But yeah, Front 242 rescheduled. So I'm happy about that. Very good. Yeah. They're playing with Orphix oh, from nice. Hamilton. Nice. And, uh, if you don't know Orphix, Orphix is is probably like the they they've been around for like twenty years, but they are like a techno EBM outfit from Hamilton, Ontario, and they are fantastic. And you should go check them out because if you like EBM or if you like two four two, you're probably going to like them unless you're one of those people who just hates everything that's new. Yeah. Well, why don't we drop in a song here from Orphix? From Orphix? Yeah. Ooh. What should okay. we play? Okay, so if I was going to introduce somebody to Orphix, I would go with the album Pitch Black Mirror, which is from 2016. And I would probably go with the track Blood in the Streets.
So this summer also marks an awful lot of festivals happening. And as the Wasteland mentioned earlier, yes, my lucky butt is going to the Treffin this year. This is actually my first Treffin. Wow. Yeah. I've never been, so I'm still jealous. No, I I mean, I decided to make it happen. I haven't been anywhere. Uh, I, I went to New York the other week. That was kind of my test run as far as traveling goes, which it felt good to get out. And as far as like being able to play it safe and still be able to have that that breather to know that life is still out there. I am super psyched to be going to the Treffin. The band lineup, because uh, some people have been hearing going meh about it. And I think there's still a lot of acts that I do want to see. I, just the other day, they announced that Gary Newman is playing at the Treffin. Ooh, always a good show. Which I was like, holy shit, okay. But he's he's refined his craft as a live performer too. Ooh, if if you haven't seen him recently, I actually have not seen Gary Newman live. I've never seen a Gary Newman show, so that might fall on the list but I'm also kind of pacing myself with this because I don't know if I want to spend my time like crammed in a venue for five hours mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if I have the stamina for it so right. I'm, I'm trying to take things easy because I know there's a lot of people that I'm going to be meeting for the first time as well as old friends that I'm seeing and I've been looking at the list to, to figure out who are the like absolute musts that I need to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, because very high on my list uh, is Twisted Nerve. So is Bedless Bones. Kite, which yes. Kite is also going to be playing here, which is exciting. But I'm, I do want to see Kite. Linea yeah. Espera is playing. Oh, wow. Okay. 13th Chime. Uh, of Wand and the Moon is playing, mm-hmm. which that's exciting. So I, I've been just kind of sorting it out and thinking about what I want to see, what makes sense to go see, because if it's spread out between a couple different venues, it might be really challenging to make a call. Grundeis is a band that I'm excited by, uh, based out of Germany. I've played them a couple times in my stream, uh, and they're ones that I'm like, yeah, that that's a band I'd really like to see because I think when it really comes down to it, I want to take advantage of bands that aren't necessarily going to come over here. Yeah, and that that would be what I would recommend too. Like you could catch Gary Newman, he plays Toronto fairly often every every tour pretty much. So Exactly. And there's going to be another show in Hanover while I'm still in Germany where Linnea Spera is playing. So that might be a side trip to go see that band. We'll have to see. Uh, Because again, I'm just trying to pace uh, Mm -hmm. and see what I can actually manage because I... I'd be lying if I didn't say that, yeah, I'm nervous. I, I, I'm nervous. I do not want to get sick. And I just want to be really careful about how I go about things. And plus, right. it's just, I'm just tired. Being an adult and getting old is about being tired. And <laughs> sometimes I'm just fucking tired. So I don't, I want to be able to go to a show and, and, and not be too tired where I, I can't I feel enjoy like it. you're attacking me for falling asleep in your stream earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was yeah. But an esoterica stream. If you tune in, it's a chill stream. So if you kind of drift a little, that makes sense. Totally rolled over and fell asleep. Not even ashamed. It happens. It happens. But honestly, I'd really like to drop in Grindice here uh, and introduce folks. Uh, the track in particular, I think, would be a good call. Is let's play Bleed. Mm-hmm. 
Canada, the Canadian side, and there was a brief moment when it looked like I was going to be able to attend, but uh, airlines are gougy, as we discussed on, with Caitlin from Corlix in North America. So, unfortunately, I'm not making Terminus, but if you can make Terminus, you should. Because, as we said earlier, IMX is playing, Kite is playing, Actors is playing, always a great show. Uh, other exciting acts on that are Kanga. Wingtips, Adonis, Adonis. Ooh. I mean, yeah. Uh, Randolph and Mortimer, which I already, you know, I, I, I'm i a big fan of. Uh, Ghost Twin, clearly, because they're from there. And so is Ava X. Uh, worth checking out, both of them. Contravoid is playing, and and we've, we have we have similar opinions on Contravoid Live. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like Contravoid. <laughs> there are songs that I have played. Uh, Contravoid does some amazing remixes of other songs as well. Live. Live show. Not so into it. Needs some development, I would say. Yeah, sorry. Not into it. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I, I think this summer is going to be a summer of travel. It's gonna we didn't be... even touch cold waves. All oh three of my them. God! Chicago, the the land of wax are... tracks and the cold waves festival. There's a. Are lineup. they doing it in New York and LA again too? Are they doing all three? That's a good question. I don't know. I'm not sure either because uh, again, things are expensive, and um, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just it. Uh, this is the summer of travel. I was reading up a bunch of things about how. It's going to be a rough summer to to get out there and do things. Definitely don't travel in August. That's when everybody in Europe goes on holiday. So everybody's going to swarm. Because, uh, mm. I mean, even, even now, I mean, I flew to New York on Porter, which is a tiny airline based out of Toronto Island. Yes, Toronto has an island, man-made, and there's a little airport on it. And it's That's very- also man-made. <laughs> <laughs> dork but uh i mean it's it's nice because it's this little flight quickie flight over to uh to newark and then you hop on new jersey transit yeah newark fuck newark fuck newark so much Ugh, new york newark is terrible but as an airport it, it's okay. The it, airport's it's okay. It's okay because the thing is that you fly into Newark and you can hop on New Jersey Transit and get into the city because that's the cheapest way to get into the city. Because uh, if you take a cab, it'll probably cost you about $100 these days. I shit you not. Or you could get on the New Jersey Transit. It'll take a little less time and cost you 15 Exactly. Exactly. And what, a little more time, rather. What happened that was crazy was... And, and the fact that I was like, oh, okay, this is this is travel coming back and everybody is ready, was I got on the plane on a Tuesday night because I figure nobody flies out on a Tuesday night. I can work remotely. I can do whatever. I'm going to fly out, go see my parents. It's been a long time since I've seen them, so I'm going to go. And everything was very civilized and quiet and calm. I get to Newark Airport. I was in customs, standing in line for 50 minutes because two massive airlines that landed from Mexico. Everybody was coming home from Mexico. And you could tell because everybody had these tacky ass fucking sombrero souvenirs and were sunburned. And I'm like, all right, you fucking white people. But anyway... Uh, it was How just, to tell me you're a white person without 
telling me you're a white person. <laughs> but it, it was just, it was crazy town because the line was ridiculously long. And I'm like, oh my God, please, I want to get out of here. And it just made me antsy. And uh, yeah, Newark was a little bit of a zoo going into the airport because of everybody coming back. But I thought, a Tuesday night? Who's flying on Tuesday? And apparently everybody did. So this only means the summer is going to be worse. And yes. flights are going to be expensive unless you get them yes. a buttload in advance. And uh, yeah, I mean, traveling within Canada is incredibly expensive. I was surprised. I looked up the tickets. We looked up the tickets for Terminus time. And it cost as much as when I looked up, and then I was like, just, 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 also Porter. And I was like, just, just, you know, let's see. They fly to Florida. They fly to Tampa. I have a friend in Tampa. Let's see if I flew out this weekend. Oh, look, it's the same price. Yeah. Like for two days from now. <laughs> I mean, because for 600 bucks, you could like, yeah, 600 bucks to fly to Calgary from here, from Toronto. Like yeah. you can fly to England for six hundred bucks. Yeah. So it, it's it it's just tough. But oh boohoo, poor privileged, you know, poor privileged us. First world travel. It is it's totally a first world <laughs> problem. So all right. I think that about wraps up all of our shenanigans for today, though. We are really excited about some live music. As a podcast, we're going to be on pause for a little bit because two-thirds of the production here is going to be away, considering yeah. that the, our lovely producer, Mr. Justin Minister, and I will both be going to the Treffin. Hey, maybe we'll even sneak over to the Gothic Pogo party because Ausgang is playing, which that we're like, holy shit, we should go see Ausgang. Um, we, because we're going to be away for a couple weeks, um, the, the podcast will be on hold, uh, so that we can be on vacation and then come back and have lots of new stories to tell as far as music goes and what the Treffin is like and shenanigans. Um, yeah, Treffin in a, in a post, in, in a, a post, whatever this is in a post COVID mindset, post COVID mindset. Yeah. It's, it's about it's not over, but a lot of people are acting like it is. Yeah. And that's, what's driving me nuts. I'm like, we're, we're, we shouldn't be afraid, but we still need to be careful. That's, that's yes. the takeaway here. Yes. So I think we should just wrap this up anyway. Thank you to Robin Bright for our theme music and Marion Green for our logo. We still have stickers, although there may not be many left because I think I'm going to have a buttload of them with me in Germany and they're going to be all over the place. So, but I still if, have a whole stash. If so. you want one, <laughs> you should order them. They're at morbidoutlook.com slash sticker. Also, we have Alistair Miali buttons. Those are available at morbidoutlook.com slash button. We are available on Twitch on Friday nights. You'll get a Psalms edition stream this week. It'll be from yours truly. And then for the next couple of weeks, it'll be with that other guy, the wasteland. Hi. <laughs> so you should be following that channel at twitch.tv slash prophecy underscore online for the shenanigans and the good tunes over there. And I think that's everything. And if you're in Hamilton this week, I'm going to be at Fascination on Thursday night. Yes. That, that, this should come out like a day or two before that, right? Yes. So, uh, hi, Hamilton. Ooh, that sounds creepy. Doesn't it? It does. 
You can't so say good. it like that. That's what creepy. I said when I landed in Jersey when I went down to visit my family. I said, New Jersey, I'm inside you. Gross. And the first reply was uh, friends saying, don't lick anything. <laughs> well, it always just brings to mind the George Carlin thing. Uh, there was a part of his skit where he says, kiss her where it smells. Take her to New Jersey. <laughs> oh, New Jersey. Yeah. I can't get away from you. I can't quit. But yep. we're, we're going to finish this podcast. So thank you folks for listening and talk to you soon. Bye. This podcast was almost called Just Stick It In.